I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 50, page 401. The Lord, even the most mighty God, hath spoken, and called the world from the rising up of the sun unto the going down thereof. Out of Zion hath God appeared in perfect beauty. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. There shall go before him a consuming fire, and a mighty tempest shall be stirred up round about him. He shall call the heavens from above, and the earth that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me with sacrifice. And the heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God is judge himself. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. I myself will testify against thee, O Israel, for I am God, even thy God. I will not reprove thee because of thy sacrifices. As for the burnt offerings, they are always before me. I will take no bullock out of thine house, nor he goats out of thy folds. For all the beasts of the forest are mine, and so are the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls upon the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are in my sight. If I be hungry, I will not tell thee, for the whole world is mine, and all that is therein. Thinkest thou that I will eat bull's flesh and drink the blood of goats? Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay the vows unto the Most Highest. And call upon me in the time of trouble, so will I hear thee, and thou shalt praise me. But unto the ungodly saith God, Why doest thou preach my laws, and takest my covenant in thy mouth? 
whereas thou hatest to be reformed and hast cast my words behind thee. When thou sawest a thief, thou consentest unto him and hast been partaker with the adulterers. Thou hast let thy mouth speak wickedness, and with thy tongue thou hast set forth deceit. Thou saddest and spakest against thy brother, yea, and hast slandered thy own mother's son. These things hast thou done, and I held my tongue, and thou thoughtest wickedly that I am even such a one as thyself. But I will reprove thee and set before thee the things that thou hast done. O consider this, ye that forget God, lest I pluck you away, and there be none to deliver you. Whoso offereth me thanks and praise, he honoreth me, and to him that ordereth his way aright will I show the salvation of God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 23rd verse of the fourth chapter of the book of Jeremiah. I beheld the earth, and indeed it was without form and void, and the heavens they had no light. I beheld the mountains, and indeed they trembled, and all the hills moved back and forth. I beheld, and indeed there was no man, and all the birds of the heavens had fled. I beheld, and indeed the fruitful land was a wilderness, and all its cities were broken down at the presence of the Lord by his fierce anger. For thus says the Lord, the whole land shall be desolate, yet I will not make a full end. For this shall the earth mourn and the heavens above be black. Because I have spoken, I have purposed and will not relent, nor will I turn back from it. The whole city shall flee from the noise of the horsemen and the bowmen. They shall go into thickets and climb up on the rocks. Every city shall be forsaken and not a man shall dwell in it. And when you are plundered, what will you do? Though you clothe yourself with crimson, though you adorn yourself with ornaments of gold, though you enlarge your eyes with paint, in vain you will make yourself fair. Your lovers will despise you. They will seek your life. For I have heard a voice as of a woman in labor, the anguish as of her who brings forth her first child, the voice of the daughter of Zion bewailing herself. She spreads her hands saying, woe is me now for my soul is weary because of murderers. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eleventh verse of the tenth chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, 
and the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Therefore my Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my Father. Therefore there was a division again among the Jews because of these sayings. And many of them said, He has a demon and is mad. Why do you listen to him? Others said, These are not the words of one who has the demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty, from thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who seest that we have no power of ourselves to help ourselves, keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, Create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission, and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments. And also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, 
may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening to all. A couple of thoughts about our lessons tonight. Psalm 50 uh, goes in, clo in close proximity um, for good reason with Psalm 51, because whereas Psalm 51 is a um, perhaps the most penitential psalm, the most profound penitential psalm in the Psalter, Psalm 50 is the, um, the indictment that gives rise to it, that makes it necessary. Um, psalm 50 um, has the kind of chilling line in it um, that um, I myself, speaking in the words of God, I myself will be your judge. I myself will will call you to to test will testify against you, O Israel. Um, and this being, um, you know, th this being a feature of God's real unique relationship to His uh, covenant people, um, being that being their God and they being His chosen people bestows a tremendous privilege to them and prerogative to them, uh, but also um, puts them in a an incredibly near relationship to Him. Um, so that they cannot, um, they they uh, they cannot claim that um, that the things that they have done wrong or done to offend God or to break His commandments um, were done you know, out of ignorance or negligence or any of those things, because God has so closely attended them, taking care of them at every turn, provided for their placement in the land, continued to bless them even though they were disobedient, and now that He is calling them to task. Um, you know, there really is no defense that can be offered on, uh, offered to that except for what will ensue in Psalm 51, the have mercy upon me, O God, um, after thy great mercies, do away mine offenses. And this is um, really uh, the, the purpose of the um, awful language of judgment we see in Jeremiah 4 tonight. Um, the verse 23 is, is, is horrifying in the sense that it, it echoes the words of Genesis 1 uh, verse 2, um, calling the earth, uh, you know, as Jeremiah looks at the way that the land, the promised land will look after the Babylonians come and destroy the place. It will look like um, the the pre-creation chaos um, the, over which the Spirit of God hovered to call forth creation out of nothingness. Um, it's an image. It says it will be formless and void. Um, and so, you know, in the language of Genesis, this is um, a, a language. This is a language reflecting, um, that, you know, not necessarily the 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 stuff that hasn't yet um, been made, but rather the the kind of aimless existence that ex that that it, that characterizes the thing that has not yet received its purpose. Uh, and for the land, for the promised land, to be given that title, the formless and void, is suggestive of the fact that in God's eyes, um, they have um, forsaken their purpose um, of, of a, as being a people in the place that God has put them, um, that they have become uh, uncreated or decreated um, because they have forsaken their purpose, their reason to exist has been abandoned and abdicated, and they have begun. They have they have died. Um, they're and not just died in the sense that um, they you know were alive, they're dead, but you know their mem memory carries on. Their whole reason to exist, their very connection to existence itself, has been put in peril. Um, and and what we're looking at here in these verses is the language of annihilation. 
um, not the language of a grave blow being struck to the integrity of a kingdom, but but true annihilation here. Um, the nearest thing we can kind of imagine to it would be like the the, the landscape imagery of like a nuclear um, like a nuclear war. Um, it'd be not only would things be damaged, but it would be um, implausible that even life could continue there. And that's reflective of of the severity of Judah's um, you know condition here. Um, they have become so um, so so kind of rotten from the inside out uh, that you know God is essentially he's saying you know he's painting this grim picture for them, but then also saying that I'm going to have to basically recreate you. Um, this isn't just a, a kind of patch job we need here. This isn't a repair work. Um, you're going to need to be remade entirely. Um, from the from the from the very firmament of existence upward, um, and that's a that's a real problem. Um, and Judah doesn't take it seriously, um, as as God says in the uh, through Jeremiah in the last verses of our passage passage tonight. Um, instead, Judah is distracting itself, painting itself, um, uh, and 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 basically using the image of of a woman who is who is putting on her makeup and putting on a pretty dress. Um, in the attempts to woo the people that are coming to destroy her. Um, and God says, you cannot be pretty enough on the outside to prevent the destruction that, that this people is visiting, going to visit on you. And that's not only because ultimately God is the one who is offended here, and he's the one who is unleashing this judgment on them, but also because is, uh, Judah had betrayed the Babylonians as well. They had um, played a kind of unfaithful game with Nebuchadnezzar, um, trying to leverage his, you know, leverage him on one side while making a deal with the Egyptians on the other, um, and played a, a really conniving political game. And in the midst of all that, uh, Nebuchadnezzar found out, went and destroyed the Egyptians, which people thought was not doable. And now he's coming for Judah, and God says, like you, you have you have sealed your fate here. You you have done. You have burned every possible shred of goodwill, and there's nothing left for you here. Um, and so, you know, this very desolate image that we get is contrasted, of course, with the very verdant um, and um, protective image that we get in John chapter 10 of, of Christ saying, I am the good shepherd. I am known of mine, and I am known by my own. This is an intimate and uh, intimate image of a provider who leads through um, through all of these uh, through the different kind of vistas of life. Um, it, it invokes the language, of course, of Psalm twenty three, where the psalmist declares, "The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want." Uh, he makes me to lie down in green pastures and beside still waters, and he restores my soul. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for he is with me. And the imagery of this, um, it, it gives us um, a, a kind of hopeful image um, to attend this very bleak image that is uh, that is that, it, that we're presented with in Jeremiah. Um, and really, this these two things, you know, as we hold them one in each hand, this is kind of the um, the two the two visions that hold in check kind of a healthy Lenten journey. On the one hand is the acknowledgement that we have really made a wasteland of our lives uh, in many um, deep-seated and critical ways. Um, and on the other hand, that God is the good shepherd who goes and looks after the one sheep that has gone astray and leaves the 90 and 9 behind. Um, and so while, you know, while we cannot, um, you know, be presumptuous in the sense that um, we we cannot claim like we have no complicity in the things that make Lent 
the 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 crucifixion and the death of Christ necessary. Um, at the same time, we realize that even after the worst is, happens, um, Jesus is there as the good shepherd to um, lead us through himself into everlasting life and to give us that newly created, regenerated life that God makes, makes evident in Jeremiah's prophecies will be necessary for us. Um, and so, you know, there's there's both a, a sense of gravity and 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 sorrow and contrition that we're called to observe here. Um, that you know, even if we have received you know baptism, even if we are in Christ, um, there still remains things in us that are are enticed and pulled into, and in some ways still complicit with that 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 world that barely exists, that world that has been stripped down to the absolute bedrock. And yet at the same time, we're inheritors of an everlasting kingdom, the glory of which is barely imaginable. Uh, and so uh, we, we're, we're, not, we're, we're not permitted to, to, to despair. Um, we're to take serious the problem, but we're to acknowledge and to be led into the fact that the solution, the, the, the grace that has been given to us, um, far exceeds all that is necessary to um, raise up again from the formless and void a beautiful and good creation that God will call and call good and delight in and will himself dwell within. And so there's there's hope ahead. Um, but there's a there's a real problem that the solution will witness on Good Friday. Um, it, you know, it, it renders necessary. And so we'll conclude tonight with our intercession on page five ninety. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all so much for being here tonight. Thanks to Barbara and Rochelle, my co-leaders. Hope you all have a wonderful evening and I'll uh, see you tomorrow night. Thanks, Father Hayden. Thanks, Father Hayden. Thank, thank, you. thank you for that meditation. Well, thank you.